What's up, everybody? Happy tournament week to you and to us here in Cleveland. Jeremy, what's going on? Happy happy tournament week. Happy tournament week. Yay. It's here. It's finally here. And We're ready uh, to go. Yeah, we are ready to go. I'm pumped. Yep. Uh, move it. Move in date today. Oops. Whoa. I just, whoa, I just threw my mic around. Oops. <laughs> Holy cow. Are you all right over there? <laughs> yeah, we're good. Okay. I, I pressed the record button too early. I wasn't fully set up, well, but now we are. You're we're breaking okay. things. I know. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. And uh, pretty soon after we tape this, we're going to be heading over to the arena. Yep. Moving day. Yep. Moving day is always a great day. It's a great day. It's and, a great day. And... Uh, I've always said, I told you. You did. And you earlier did. Part, that, that, I, love, that I love the setup days. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like getting things in order, getting things organized, uh, yep. getting over there, kind of putting out some fires. You know, there's it's always it's fires. Like, it's like the calm before the storm, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I feel good about where we are with everything, uh, you know, organi- yeah. organizationally. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. good. Wow. Smooth. It's early. Mm-hmm. It's early. It is. Um and uh, we have first-round games tonight. I was going to say, we have first-round games tonight, and then uh, we have uh, women's awards coming out tomorrow. Oh, so, and then, so that's exciting. Yeah, and, and our men's postseason awards on Wednesday. Yeah, so uh, a lot a lot going on. There's no no rest for the wicked yeah, for us Yeah, kind of week. our schedule, people know, we'll move in today or on Monday. We'll be at the arena all day, and then we will be watching our first-round games, mm-hmm. covering those for everyone, putting out all the bracket stuff. Then we're back at the arena tomorrow, more moving stuff. Uh, like Eric said, putting out those women's postseason awards tomorrow. Yep, uh, 10 a.m. Always exciting, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. And then we're back in the arena, uh, of course. We'll be at the arena the whole week. Yeah. Um, on Wednesday morning, put out the men's awards at 10, and then we are uh, tip-off at we're noon. We're rolling right into the games, man. Yeah, and we have our for our quarterfinal day of the women's tournament on Wednesday. Yep. Uh, followed by... Uh, Quarterfinal men on Thursday, semifinal for both on Friday, and then uh, championship day on Saturday. So, busy week. We yeah. wanted to get this week. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah we're sorry. Yeah, we're <laughs> sorry. We, you know, this is the first time we've been doing the podcast, and first time we've been doing a podcast while getting ready for uh, the yeah, basketball the championship. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it just didn't happen. Yeah, it just, uh, we're sorry. It, it kind of floated by the wayside a little bit, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah. We're, uh, we're back now. And, uh, yeah, we're excited to ha- bring this full week of basketball to you. I mean, it's going to go by in a blur. We, yeah. we both know that we, uh, we've worked uh, a number of these, so we know as much, uh, as much preparation that goes into it, it goes by so fast. And it's all started. Well, it's been going on, but, uh, Friday, uh, left here and, Made sure to get all those final regular season games. Yep. Um, you know, Ball State, huge win for them mm-hmm. to to uh, jump uh, NIU and get that West share of the West Division title with NIU, but to become the three seed, they were the final mm-hmm. team to get a buy on the men's side on on Friday night and a great Kent State Akron game, uh, great Bowling Green uh, Buffalo game. Um, yeah, it's the t- the games are still all close, oh, yeah. and come uh, tonight with our first round games, I expect nothing uh, different. Yeah. I, seeds don't seeds don't matter. No. I really don't think they matter. No. Right? I mean, um, I the buys matter. They it's definitely definitely <laughs> matter. <laughs> Good to get some rest, but tonight's games, I anything can happen. Yeah, on I'm the excited. men's and women's side. Yeah, that's about that's the best part about it, right? That's, that's we were in here together on Saturday. Yep. Yep. Uh, just and covering all the games. Yeah, speaking of, I mean, good games. We had the we had the game that was going to determine the f- the final buy oh, in, yeah. in, in our tournament go, going to overtime. Yeah. So it was uh, it was a pressure situation down to the end. So it was awesome. Yeah, it's good to be uh, up here on Saturday. 
Yeah. A lot of games going on. Even brought good. the little guy. Yeah. Got a little taste of Maction. Yeah, he did. He, he w- did. wasn't too happy about yeah. it. <laughs> no, I don't For know. For the first part, he wasn't too happy. Yeah, That's he, all right. He's, he's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, you know, today's show, um, we talked to Michael Ray Guy. Many of you uh, probably know Michael Ray Guy. He's been doing our um, basketball tournaments and basketball games, regular season and football games for... I uh, believe he said on the interview over thirty yeah, years, over yeah. thirty, and uh, kind of when you when you think Mac and Maction, you think Michael Ray guy, uh, and we have him on in this show to preview our our men's tournament. Now we did tape it at the end of last week before the regular season game, but I think he gives a great well, overview. I think he t- we talked about every team, so yeah, I think we're we good. said, hey, uh, well, we'll let you listen. Yeah. There's a little <laughs> teaser, a little <laughs> teaser. He, he'll talk about the favorites and and. Um, his all-conference team and all that good stuff. And then on the women's side, Jackie Winden. Jackie has been uh, calling our women's games at the tournament for, gosh, I don't know the exact number yeah. of years, but for a while. Mm-hmm. And she is, uh, she's really tied into the MAC, and they'll both be doing our quarterfinal games, and Jackie will be doing the semifinal games yep. of the women yep. um, this week. So we have them both on in the show, spend a lot of time with them to preview our men's and women's tournaments. And, it's a great overview. Yeah, really absolutely. Yeah, you get forty minutes of, of full basketball. So, uh, what do you? Well, before we get to that, yeah. what what are you? Uh, what are you excited about this week? Outside of the games, games are. Uh, games. Listen, I'm gonna be a little corny here. Okay. I love I love the camaraderie that comes yeah. around basketball tournament. I love uh, everyone like kind of getting in there early, mm-hmm. and just kind of putting their nose to the grindstone and just and working through the week. Yeah. Um, because. Uh, even even when we have issues, when you put them out together, like it's kind of kind of little team building, it and, and, and it is. it's a it, it's fun at the at the end of the day. You you find ways to work through things. So that's probably my favorite. It's thing. not corny. It's the right answer. Yeah, I'm the right. exact same. Nice. Um, we get over there. It's a total team effort to put on a championship like this, and everyone has their little areas, whether it's media or um, you know our championships or facilities, and everyone's kind of. Gets into that building, I think our staff knows. We still have some people that are, this might be their first tournament yep, or yep. people helping out, but we, we kind of know. And it's always those first couple of days, no matter how much you prepare, it's yeah, always a little right, scattered. Always something, yeah. Um, but to, to be together, to uh, work on things together with our staff, and uh, that's what makes the week fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and seeing and people. And worth it at the end. Yeah. And seeing people from our schools, obviously, and, and just everyone being together and to celebrate uh, the end of the basketball season and uh, start of March Madness, and um, that that our teams are going to be, you know, our, our winner and uh, yep. maybe more will be yeah. going to the NCAA tournament. So it's a fun week. It's a busy week, uh, but uh, ready and excited for it. And um, I don't know. You got anything else you bring no. up for this week? I wish, no. No. you know, I wish we could give our predictions, but we yeah. can't. No. But that would be fun. That's ep- it. Well, we got enough predictions from. That would be a fun episode. Rag Eye and uh, Jackie. So that'd be a fun episode. Yeah, it would. But hey, we'll get there for, maybe. for another time. We'll get there Perhaps. maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> maybe when this is all over, we'll be like, "Yep, that's what I thought." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, we'll we'll perfectly predict. But the but on, I think on both sides, we talked about it. Um, I don't think you can predict it. No, so um, wide open is so wide open, and uh, yeah, I can't I can't wait till. Yeah, let's get these games going, games. man. I'm ready to go. 
I yeah. texted you that yesterday that I was just you were you were excited to go. You it got, got me a little excited to go. So that's good. Uh, well, with that, we're yeah. gonna keep this short and sweet with the open today. We have a lot of stuff uh, that we cover with Michael Ragai with Jackie Winden, and uh, let's take you to those interviews right now. All right, our next guest is synonymous with Maction and Mac Hoops. Is that safe to say? Michael Ray Guy joins us uh, today. Um, I mean, you've been calling. Have you have you done every tournament? Are you? So you're saying uh, I'm old, and I've been doing this a long, long time. Yeah, it's a turn. It's it's endearment. It's a labor of love, though. Yes, labor of love. It is though. I mean, have have you called? Uh, I mean, when I started back, I mean, I'm I'm getting up there now. But when I started, uh, I believe you're calling games. So yeah, it, well, it's been all right. Let, we can do this real quickly. All right. Uh, I first started calling uh, Mac football and basketball in 1986. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's when I began calling. Uh, you know, both those sports. And, and predominantly in the Mid-American Conference on the college side. Now, you know, those years, for 14 years, I've called the Cavaliers yep. as well. So um, I'm, I haven't called every MAC tournament in that time because, uh, obviously, I was on the road with the Cavaliers calling Cavalier games. Right. But uh, I'm going to say about 80% of them, there were even a couple of years where uh, it happened to be that uh, the Cavaliers maybe uh, had a schedule worked out, even though they were on the road, had an off day or two. I still got back to Cleveland, and uh, they called the MAC tournament. So, um, passionate about it, love it, and uh, you know, you know how I feel about the Mid American Conference. Yeah, so, we appre- we appreciate you always making time for us, even in your busy schedule. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and we we wanted to have you on. We have the tournament coming up here, quickly approaching. Uh, and and we start with uh, tonight's end of the regular season on the men's side, which it's still every year. It never ceases to amaze me. <laughs> There's pretty much nothing uh, that has been has been finalized. We have our top two seeds. We don't know what those seeds are going to be, whether it's Akron or right. Bowling Green. Um, but just overall, as you stated, you've watched this league a bunch the Mid-American Conference, what do you love about calling games in this conference and, and just MAC basketball overall in general? Competitiveness, parity, coaches, year in and year out. I mean, uh, listen, I, I, I've said publicly a million times, I, uh, I am such a big admirer of the coaches in, in collegiate sports. And um, I... I get close to a lot of them, I know, and that kind of makes it tough because when I'm on the air calling the game, then uh, you got to put that aside. But uh, I, I, I do have such great admiration and respect for the coaches in this conference. Uh, those that uh, are just beginning, uh, what we hope is a long uh, coaching stay, and those that certainly are, uh, are getting to be veteran status now and have done it for a while. But the competitiveness year in and year out and, and the parity year in and year out, Jeremy and uh, Eric, you guys just said it. I mean, look, you know, here we are uh, just going through a final final weekend of games where seeding, uh, again, is not in place. 
matchup where there's two teams that can uh, could have had the best overall record. So, um, again, that's what, what I love about it, and it never fails year in and year out. I mean, to me, uh, if you want to say chalk this year, right, to uh, – to go that route, well, you know, Akron, Bowling Green, they've uh, they've had the best record. But to me, there's six other teams that I think could get through this week and be cutting down the nets, uh, you know, Saturday night in downtown Cleveland. Um, that's how that's how competitive it is. I do not think that either uh, Akron or Bowling Green are going to have an easy time in here. And you might as well throw, uh, you know, Northern Illinois and uh, Ball State into that as well the two top teams in the Mac West. So, um, yeah, I, I, listen, uh, we've seen it all before guys, you know, that yeah, we, yeah. I mean, how many times we could, we could spend a, a, two hours on your show here going through the times where, uh, chalk has been, uh, knocked out early or never even got to the Mac championship game on a Saturday night. So, uh, that I think could very easily happen uh, again this year. And I guarantee you, if you talk to John Gross at Akron or Michael Uger at, uh, at Bowling Green or Mark Montgomery at, at Northern Illinois, uh, right, James Woodford at, at the Bowl State, they'll tell you those, those four have the best records, right? Mm. They'll tell you the same thing. They're taking nothing for granted and know that there are various teams that can beat them in Cleveland coming up this week if uh, they're not playing their A game. Well, expand on that a little bit. I mean, who who are maybe one or two of those teams not in the top four that you could see, you know, uh, making a run here? Okay, that's that's, uh, that's a good question, Eric. And I'd say, again, for, for, for sake of this right now, the top four, record-wise, right, and that's record-wise, are, are, uh, are Akron and Bowling Green in the east and northern Illinois and Ball State in the west. So, yeah, and, and you can't. Are, you also can't. I mean, right now, just tied is. Uh, I mean, Buffalo's right there too. Who's obviously no slouch. So they're they're currently tied with Ball State. So even if you look at those top five, depending on what happens tonight, but sure. go, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to start with Buffalo. Uh, I think Jim White's was a terrific job. Look, offensively, they're as good, if not better, as anybody in the back with Javon Graves and Devontae Jordan. Seventy-eight points per game. They're diverse. Uh, and, and I think he's done a terrific – look what they've lost over the course yeah. of the last couple yeah, no of years, doubt. right? I mean, we're talking about NCAA tournament teams that have won games, and and Jim Weitzel, I think, who was an assistant, of course, as we know, the NATOs, yep. has done a tremendous job. So Buffalo is a squad that it would not surprise me at all if they had a very strong week in Cleveland. I really like the way Ohio's played, guys, mm-hmm. over the course of about the last two weeks. Jeff Bowles has finally got that squad uh, playing the type of basketball and what he demands. And uh, I think when you look at uh, the, the outstanding youngsters, Jason Preston, and, of course, then the veterans, Jordan Dardis and Ben Vanderplas, I mean, they average, you know, I look at teams, if you can average 71 points or better to me, mm-hmm. you got a shot at tournament time because, you know, again, we know that sometimes uh, shots aren't going to go down and and there's going to be difficulties there. But the teams that are consistent offensively, I, I kind of like that to transmit into downtown Cleveland. We know what Rob Senderoff is at Kent State, right? I mean, yep. every yep. year. we Tournament time, who's been better than Rob Senderoff? Getting yeah. his squad year and there's one of the veterans mm-hmm. on the Mac coaching side. And he's got the talent now. You look at all of uh, – 
the Mac individual statistics, and you're going to see Danny Pippen and Philip Whittington and and uh, Antonio Williams, Anthony Roberts. He's got players now. And, I mean, again, I'm a big fender-off guy for the reasons I just said. Uh, again, because he knows how to win during the week in Cleveland. And that has been proven in this program. I mentioned Mark Montgomery a little bit earlier. I, uh, Eugene German, uh, yeah. uh, maybe Mac Player of the Year, right, guys? He's certainly yeah, got to be def- there. Definitely up for consideration. it. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They And you look at them, I think things a lot of fans don't look at. I just mentioned offense. But take a team like Northern Illinois. Look at the top of the MAC team rankings in rebounding and overall team defense, and you're going to see Northern Illinois there. They're they're very stingy, and they can hold you to 60, and which is uh, what Montgomery's done a terrific job this week with. Uh, Toledo, Tawalsic's squad uh, probably didn't start the year the way they wanted, but hey, they can put up 80. Right, yep, yep. They've got the offense to put 80 up on you with Marion Jackson and Luke Kanapke and uh, Willie Jackson uh, on the glass. And, uh, you know, it's another team, too, that seems to play very, very well when they're a little bit unheralded in Cleveland. We mentioned Ball State and uh, what James Whitford has done. I really like Tajay T. He's a double-double guy. He's going to give you 15 and 10 points and boards every night. Ishmael Elamine, their young point guard, I think has really elevated his game. So they're a squad that would not surprise me at all if uh, they got deep into the MAC tournament. And then there's kind of the one that's uh, the outlier. They got hot recently, uh, cooled off here earlier last week at the end of the season. But uh, Rob Murphy in Eastern Michigan, yep. because of that 2-3 zone, I mean, you better be prepared to win one fifty nine fifty seven guys. Right. If you're those, you got to be teams. able to shoot it. Yep. That's right. Because if you if you you're not going to get seventy five or eighty on them. You, yep. you just aren't. I mean, they they show that year in and year out. That two three zone is the the staple of what Rob Murphy does. And you know, the seven footer Bubakar Torre and then uh, Ty Gross again. They're they're offensively they're challenged. Yes. But if you get a game into the, in in a game where they want to play upper fifties or low sixties, they're probably going to beat you. Yep. And I don't care who you are; yeah. you're going to have to find a way against that two-three zone to uh, do some damage offensively. So, you know, guys, there you go. I mean, what I, did we just talk about. There? I don't think we, we could uh, get a better deep dive than that. Yeah, I that mean, is, I, well, I, I, well, I was, yeah, I mean, and that's not. We didn't even. Not, and there again, I kept Akron and Buckley Green out of that right. for the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So Ohio, Buffalo, Kent State, Northern Illinois, five Toledo, six Ball State, seven Eastern Michigan. I, uh, so there <laughs> well, you go. I well, mean, I was going to say, obviously, it's no secret how much I love this. I wouldn't be in this if this field and and working here and and as passionate as I am, if I didn't love it. Um, but hearing you just speak on all those teams just got me that much more excited for this year's tournament because. You you just you said it, and we've all said it. You just don't know, well, and past, you've made a case yeah. for all these teams. And I'm just sitting here while you're talking, like this tournament's going to be awesome. Well, the past few years yeah. we've kind of been spoiled, right, with Buffalo and and their success, yep. and right. you know their o- overall greatness in in this not only the tournament but in the NCAA tournament as well. So yeah, it's definitely the most open it's been in a few years. Yeah. I yes. think. I mean, it's always open during tournament time, but. 
as open as it can be right now. It's well, pretty cool. Uh, you know, I, I constantly say that this tournament, uh, if, if you're in the Cleveland area um, and you love basketball or you have kids in high school or, or younger that you want to get involved again, I mean, this tournament's just, it's a good value. Uh, to come to the games and also just the the how close the games are going to be because so everyone's so evenly matched and everything this year more more so than the last couple of years is going to be I think mm-hmm. just really awesome spend a little time you're right. since you well, didn't you're right. since you didn't talk about them uh, just about the I guess we'll call them the favorites since they're the one and two seeds right now and and will end up being the one and two seeds just what you like mm-hmm. about Akron and, and Bowling Green. Akron's the most complete team in the MAC, though. Um, you know, I've called a lot of their games, um, yeah. you know, on, uh, on ESPN Plus and ESPN 3 this year. And um, they're complete. I mean, listen, offensively, they're proficient, of course, led by Lauren Christian Jackson, who, you know, just a, a maestro, an orchestrator. Yeah. I mean, the little fella is terrific in running John Gross's offense. But, you know, the funny thing about it with John Gross, and uh, we know his history course here in the MAC with uh, with the Ohio Bobcats program before he you know went to Illinois and went to a mm-hmm. couple NCAA tournaments there with the Fighting Illini but I tell you you know you talk to John and I'm around him you know more than most now and um, with all of that offense I mean Tyler Cheese is terrific Channel Banks who won the top three point uh, performers in the MAC and they got the Dayton transfer uh, Zarius Williams yep. who you know, has been has been real strong for them as well. It gives them a, a six nine body that can shoot it as well. Offensively, as good you're gonna just go look at all the offensive numbers in the MAC team wise, guys. You're gonna see Akron in the top three. Yep. Either one, two or three in everything. And yet John Gross says day in and day out, we are winning with our defensive toughness. And I love that about him, guys. I mean, think about that because that's got to be a buy-in in this day and age, right? I mean, Absolutely. we've got all these ultra-talented, these phenomenal offensive players that that uh, we start seeing in high school. And yet now, to get a team to buy-in, and uh, that's still that, that's Gross's mantra. And they bought in, and defensively, I'm going to tell you what, Akron will get you stopped now. They, uh, yeah. you, know, you look at them, as I said, for all the accolades as an offensive team, but they'll get to stop, and, um, you know, they, they're they the most complete team in the Mid-American Conference this year. Does that mean Saturday night they're going to be cutting down the nets <laughs> in downtown Cleveland? Well, far from it, and, yeah. and Gross knows that. They're going to have to play three basketball games uh, the way they want to play it to do that. I also love Bowling Green. I'm a big Michael Uger guy. Obviously, I said when I uh, uh, started calling the Mac yeah, 34 years ago, uh, a few years after that, Michael Huber was a, a tremendously talented point guard that came into then head coach Jim Laranaga's Bowling Green program out of New York City, and man, you know, fell in love with Huber. Yeah. Just a, uh, a a tremendous young man, and uh, yeah, the basketball skills for sure. But then you got to know Michael, as and here he is, you know, 18 to 22 years old, and and just what a fabulous young guy, and I'm so thrilled for him. I tell them all the time that, uh, but it, it, this is not a surprise, but thrilled for him that, you know, he, he's been able to stay in the, the game that he loves and the sport he loves and now become a tremendous head coach at his alma mater 
I mean, guys, what's better than that? So, you know, he's got to keep. Not only does Michael Uger have the system, I mean, Justin Turner, love Justin Turner's game. Daquan Plowden has really developed under yeah. Michael Uger. And, uh, and having Dylan fly back now and uh, hopefully back on the right path. So they're going to be a tough out. They're going to be a very, very tough out. And uh, very, we, saw, we saw that, uh, what, uh, two years ago. Uh, uh, you know, you get into a situation like this, and, and Michael Uger's team is, is absolutely capable yeah. of having a big week and cutting down the net. So, you know, we mentioned all, but to me, Akron and Bowling Green are the two best teams, but it's, it doesn't have this big chasm in it, guys. Yeah. It's not like, you know, as we said, look, we knew the last couple of years, right, at least, I think you guys agree, Buffalo was was the best team in the MAC, and yeah. they went out and they, they showed it. I don't think we have that kind of um, uh, disparity or the, this, as I said, this uh, you know, great distance between all the programs we talked about this year. So, you know, I, I, I like Akron and Bowling Green as uh, probably the two most complete, but, you know, slightly over some of those other programs you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Well, we mentioned it's going to be super open this year. What's your favorite thing about having all these teams, you know, come to Cleveland and have that, you know, that space in an NBA arena where you get to see these kids play and, and enjoy what they do every, uh, I mean, for a week. Yeah, Eric, it's, it's, it's got to uh, it test your competitive will and spirit, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, coaches talk about that all the time, but it really does. I mean, whether or not you, you know, you, so you get into uh, downtown Cleveland, you, you've got to win three basketball games in a, a what, 72 hours? Yeah, yeah. In order to uh, become a champion, and listen, I mean that's not easy. So uh, this is why I love about um, you know about uh, tournament week, championship week in in college hoops, and uh, the MAC is at the forerunner of it in in Division One in terms of you know what it entails and and what you have to accomplish and how I mean locked in you got to be and it's. It goes way beyond just the physical to me. Now it's starting to test, uh, you know, your mental capacity Absolutely. between your ears. And I think all you need to do is talk to these head coaches that we mentioned, and yep. and they'll tell you that, what it's all about to get their basketball teams ready to go through something like this, knowing if you want to be champion, again, in 72 hours, you got to win three basketball games against teams that are very, very close to as good as you are, no matter who you are. So. To me, competition, right? The uh, the coaching, and uh, and and what uh, what these uh, these young athletes uh, uh, give uh, give all of us, you know, as uh, as fans, terrific. Nothing better. Yeah, I, I mean the uh, the the tournament is for for those on the fence. Say say someone's like, oh, I don't know if I. I really, I'm not sure. I'll wait for my team to see if they win or if, what, what would be your message to someone like on the fence? Like, I don't know if I, if I'm going to come to the tournament or not, um, just in terms no, of don't the venue. No, no, no. Come, come right away. Think about Thursday. Think about uh, the Thursday coming up this week, right? Yep. You're going to see eight basketball squads in a division one conference. We just went through, Many, many of them. Uh, these guys are, are not only quality players, but 
uh, going to put forth a, a product that you're going to enjoy. And I mean, so let's, let's, I mean, and, you know, we don't know the matchups right, right now, but I mean, whether you're a Ball State fan, a Northern Illinois fan, I mean, so you're not having the chance to see um, the Akron's and the Kent States and the Ohio's from the Mac East very often throughout the course of the year until they, you know, if, if they might uh, happen to come to, uh, to to your arena. But so to me, you know, again, I, I want to find out about uh, this conference that my my uh, my team plays in, and I want to have a chance to watch hoops all day long on Thursday and then even, uh, you know, two more on Friday. So to me, I would think that you'd want to, you know, yeah. uh, really be able to educate yourself as a fan and really understand this conference that your team plays in, whomever you may be a fan of, right. and the competition they have to face uh, to be successful. And uh, so to me, it's, that's why uh, I wouldn't just wait to come in and see the team you root for. Right. Come on in and, and, and see everybody in this terrific Mid-American Conference, and uh, then you really, really – you have a better idea, I think, of uh, exactly how difficult it is to win in in this conference in downtown Cleveland over a three-day period. No doubt. I mean, we've talked about the competitiveness, that it's really anyone's ball game this year, uh, that the value, and, and then don't leave out, I mean, the, the arena is just, the renovations done to uh, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse for people that came to last year's tournament and will come back this year are, I mean, I mean they're totally mind-blowing. Yeah. I mean, that place is... Tremendous. It's a tremendous venue uh, and uh, lucky to host our tournament there for sure. And I think when our kids come in and, you know, go down in that underground uh, yep. parking yep. and get off that bus, it, it, it's, it big, it's, real. it's big yeah. time. Yeah. It's big time. And and uh, we're, we're definitely excited for it. OK, we're going to we're going to go with a little lightning round here. Just some final predictions on a, a few things and uh, have you on your way till we see you next week. But uh, who is your player of the year, if you had to pick right now? Tough, but I'm going to go with Lauren Christian Jackson. As I said, what a phenomenal year this young man has. I, I call him, you know, the maestro. He laughs at me. <laughs> but he is. He is, uh, he is everything that you'd want in a uh, Division One college basketball point guard at, uh, at five foot eight, maybe. 150 pounds, maybe. <laughs> but what a phenomenal year he's had, guys, in virtually every category. Forget about that leader, right? Yep. That's what we talked about. A leader, a the leader of that basketball team. So I'm going to go with Lauren Christian Jackson as my uh, my Mac player of the year. I won't say necessarily who will be the coach of the year, but who's who has done a, uh, you know, I don't want you to necessarily single someone out, but in terms of, who do you feel has done one of the best jobs or a couple guys who've done a great job coaching uh, this year? Yeah, Mark Montgomery, I think in Northern Illinois, has uh, done a terrific job. He's, he's built that program, and you could see it building. And uh, now he's got his squad, as you said, in a position where, you know, they're going to uh, roll into uh, downtown Cleveland with uh, one of the, uh, you know, the top four seeds. Uh, so, Mark Montgomery stands out to me. I mentioned a lot of them when we were going yep, through, but right. uh, but I, I do think uh, James Whitford has done a very strong job at uh, at Ball State this year as well, um, uh, taking a, a squad that nobody was really talking about a lot. You guys know in the preseason, 
and I think he's done a very, very good job putting his team in position to uh, you know, winning record in the MAC, as we know, and a chance to uh, be a, a top four seed. Uh, John Gross, Michael Uger, those who speak for themselves. I've yeah. mentioned both of them here a little bit earlier on, and uh, I, I do think uh, Jim Weitzel in taking over for Nate Oates has also done a very strong job this year, keeping that program in place, not changing too many things, as you guys know from yep. the philosophy and the foundation of how they want to play. So uh, Weitzel has done a very strong job with the uh, University at Buffalo Bulls, too. Well, last last one for you here. Uh, if you had to look into the future and for, for you forgetting, forgetting everything else we just talked about, <laughs> yeah. Who's cutting down the nuts uh, on Saturday night? Yeah, and I think well, Jeremy, you especially, you know, in in every sport—football, basketball, whether it's—I'm not shock guy. You yep. know that. Yep. That's why I spent so long in um, going through some of the. What did we go through? Seven other teams yeah. that uh, that could have. No doubt. And so that having been said, though, I'm going to surprise you because. Again, what's impressed me the most is the way that when they have to, that they will defend and defend uh, like their lives depend on it. And we know they've got the offense. I really can see the Akron Zips getting through this without a stumble in those 72 hours where they're going to have to win three basketball games. So that goes against everything (laughs) I've built my career on. I'm not shock guy, but in this case, as I said, I do believe that Akron is the most complete squad in the MAC, and it's not just one aspect of their game. That's why I brought up Gross and how he feels about defensively, you know, um, because there have been games this year, guys, where, you know, their offense is going to happen to everybody. Shots aren't going down. Well, They're yeah. Having problems offensively. And yet, that Eastern Michigan game, Eastern Michigan had Akron beat. Uh, in uh, in Rhodes Arena a couple Saturdays back. Well, we and even saw it with Ohio, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there this past go. week, Lauren Christian Jackson falling out with eight minutes to go, go, and they still found a way to win. So There's, That's exactly right. Yep. So uh, even though I'm not a truck guy, uh, for those reasons, because they, they find ways defensively when their offense is not quite up to what it, uh, they usually expect, and they still won basketball games that way, there may be one of the three that they're going to have to play this week in downtown Cleveland that will uh, have to show just that. Offensively, they're not there. Can they win it defensively? To me, the answer is yes. I've seen it against Eastern Michigan, against Ohio. So I'm going to go with John Gross and Zachary Zips to cut down the nets this year. Awesome. Well, we once again appreciate your time with us today. Excited for next week. Again, uh, Michael Ray guy, we uh, we thank you and looking forward to that action. Always a pleasure, guys. Hops and hoops, right? Yes, yes sir. Way to go. Yes, yep. sir. <laughs> see you soon. All right, fellas. Take we'll care. See you. Yep. Bye bye. We'd now like to welcome on a very special guest to the Call to Action podcast, color analyst Jackie Winden. Jackie, how are you? I'm doing well, well, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. No, thank you for joining us. Obviously, we have a huge couple weeks ahead of us, and uh, as the regular season is is coming down to an end, 
uh, as an expert in the field yourself, how, how have you seen this, uh, this season kind of go? I mean, what, what's your opinion on it? Well, it's, uh, it's certainly lived up to the expectation that I think has become uh, Mac basketball on the women's side. Um, you know, over the years, the, the level of play and the number of teams contending has continued to elevate itself. And I think that has played, played out to be the case over the last several weeks. Um, especially as of as of uh, uh, late. I mean, I was talking to coaches even at the beginning of the of the MAC season, and you know, a lot of optimism, a lot of excitement. But you know, it was one of those first first times that I can recall in the last several years where you know, while Central Michigan continues to be a favorite, has had a has a great has had a great run. There's so many more teams that have the opportunity to knock on the door, Absolutely. and um, you know, I think that just is such a testament to the to the conference and how the level of play on the women's side has been elevated over the years. Yeah, and with this conference, we see it every year at the tournament, just the close games, the parity, the fact that, like you mentioned, Central Michigan is the favorite. I mean, they have two conference losses, yep. um, which is incredible. But when you get into Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, you kind of got to forget about all that. Uh, talk about some of the teams that, may give Central Michigan uh, or, you know, whoever a run for their money this uh, tournament that, that you kind of you see, maybe maybe even yeah. a little dark, dark horse uh, squad. Yeah, 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 I'd be happy to. I mean, you, you know, and I think that's what's so interesting, too, is you've got, you know, your Central Michigan who was, you know, 15-0 and 0 at one point, and it really kind of begun to separate themselves, but then dropped their last two contests. And, you know, certainly if, if you're probably talking to Heather, she's saying if, if we're going to lose, it's probably a good time to just because it allows them to hit the reset button in terms of, um, you know, in, in terms of their own huddle of saying, you know, we're not, we are a little bit more vulnerable than maybe they thought and, and not as untouchable. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you've got other teams like, you know, Bowling Green who had just one or two wins and then all of a sudden knocks off Ohio who was had a chance to contend for a number one seed for a while um, and then comes back and wins again the other night. So, um, you know, top to bottom, I don't think, and, and I would gather if you ask the coaches this too, they aren't going to be surprised at any outcome on Monday night. I don't think there's any team that you're going to say, oh my gosh, I never saw that coming in the first round. Um, I think when it'll be get, when it'll be become really interesting is when you start on Wednesday and you've got your, you know, your four seeds and who knows who's going to clinch that fourth spot, but I would gather that there's a lot of teams right now or the teams that are in contention for that are really honing in because the buy means so much to get straight to Cleveland that I'm sure Ohio's going to emphasize that. But I think for Kent State, Ball State, and Central Michigan, um, because of what they've done to earn that buy, are really putting themselves in the, in the driver's seat to run the table. And whoever that fourth team ends up being, just because I feel like on Monday there's just going to be so many dogfight type games. And I think we all know how difficult it is to put, you know, four games together in five days to try to win a championship or five games, you know, is, is very challenging. And I think that's really going to be a factor this year just because there's no quote unquote cakewalk type of game because of how, t- how deep and how tough the conference is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have, we have a team in, in Buffalo who's won – four straight games coming into this and if they lose tonight they could fall to a nine seed and and go on the road and possibly you know knock off someone in in those top five seeds so um it's going to be really interesting uh who i guess 
going along the lines of who's Im- impressed you this year uh, individually, um, who are some of the players that have really kind of stood out to you as you've watched this season? Well, I think um, obviously with Central Michigan, I think uh, Michaela Kelly just continues to dominate. Yes, we talk about you know her ability to, to score points and, and, and be that type of player that you know was maybe um, – I don't want to say in the shadows, but, you know, with, with some of the graduation that Central Michigan has had um, this past season, she was certainly thrust into the spotlight, and I think she's handled that well and, and been able to carry the load, although the supporting cast there is outstanding as well. And to your point of talking about, you know, Buffalo, when you talk about the freshman Deja Fair, I mean, I had the chance to watch her live last last two, uh, two games she's played, and, um, you know, for a freshman to have that type of impact, I think is, has really helped Buffalo and, and, you know, there's no, there's nothing more dangerous. I don't think than a team with nothing to lose. And as you said, a team like that, that could even drop down to a nine seed, but as hard as they play and as aggressive as they play in the inside, um, I think really makes them a team to a team to watch. And then I think as you kind of go through the league too, I mean, there's names that we've talked about over the last couple of years, having Brianna Mobley back at Western Michigan. I know that's been huge, um, huge for Shane and, and his team along with Jordan Walker um, and then you've got teams like Kent State that, I mean, Saul has just been incredibly impressive. Um, you know, she can she can do things inside, she can do things out. Um, facing the basket has shot the three well. Um, and that team, I don't think has any superstars, which makes them even more dynamic. I mean, Absolutely. they've got a lot of different plays that can score a lot of different points in a lot of different ways, and they play really hard. And then you just keep going down the list. I mean, Erica Johnson, I think was. Uh, at Ohio has uh, had the ability early on to potentially be a Mac player of the year. Um, I think their team has, you know, hit a little bit of a drought, but if they're able to flip the switch, that team becomes incredibly impressive and, and tough to slow down with players like CC Hooks and Amani Burke who can shoot the long ball. So, I mean, and we could even go on. I mean, I could yeah, go team yeah. by team. It's players like a Courtney Woods who can just absolutely fill it and has had a great career at Northern Illinois. So, you know, there's just so many weapons, which again, I think talks to the the, the conference as a whole that, um, you know, there's no off night and it's, it's really going to be interesting, not just Saturday to see how it all shakes out with the seating, but starting Monday when it's, when it's winter go home. Yeah. You've covered many tournaments now uh, at the field house uh, for people kind of um, maybe on the fence of coming out or, uh, just say, hey, you know, I, I'm I'm gonna watch or tune into my team on on TV. What would you tell people? Just not about coming to the field house, but about the brand of basketball that they will see uh, on the, on the women's side in our tournament. You know, I think that's a great question, and I think um, you know as it continues to get some light, um, you know, shun on it in regards to the women's game. That you know, we're talking about you know, and, and people like to say, okay, mid major and talk about power five and how that, you know, compares, but we're talking about on the women's side uh, that like even last year, you know, there was such a a potential to have two, even three teams advance to the NCAA tournament. And, you know, is that the case this year? Maybe not, but that's just because the level of play has gotten so good within the conference that they're just beating each other up throughout the entire season uh, or throughout the conference season. And, um, you know, the, the work that goes into it and the level of play that has been elevated year in and year out over, gosh, the seven or eight years that I've been covering it um, is something that you just really can't capture through the screen. I mean, it's great to see, and, and we love talking about it and calling the games. But 
to get onto the floor and to be in an environment and a, and a facility like that, take in the athleticism, um, you know, the ability to shoot the long ball, which has been, been really good on, on the women's side. Um, it's just, it's really neat experience. And I think the women's game, even, you know, not to, not to get sentimental with it, but you know, when the whole basketball community was taken aback by what Kobe, you know, Kobe Bryant and the loss of him and his daughter, it really started this whole girl dad movement, you know, and this, this opportunity to showcase the women's game and put it on a platform that, that it really does deserve. And, um, you know, the more people that can get out and support it, um, the better because they've they put the work in and it's, it's fun to see in person. Absolutely. I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here. Do you have a favorite Mac basketball tournament moment that you've seen live? Gosh, there, uh, there's been a couple just, I think back to some of the buzzer beaters, you know, when Buffalo made their run um, a few years back, um, obviously my background at, at Akron, um, you know, when, when that senior class with Rachel Pekka and, uh, and their senior year were able to, to cap a, a pretty impressive run. Um, obviously the personal connection with, with that team was, was pretty special, but I mean, it's, it's hard to capture the, the, Ball State team, which Ball State, let's talk about them for a second, yeah. right? Brady has a has a great squad in place, and and I think they are um, ready, poised, and playing some high octane basketball. It's really going to be fun to watch um, up there at Rocket Mortgage. But when they, um, you know, when Kelly Packard was there and they they ran the table and ended up knocking off Tennessee, you know, in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Um, there's just been there's just been so many memorable moments, and that's what March is is made up of, and uh, I think the neat thing about my experience and my time there is that it's it's been several different teams. Uh, it hasn't been just this run of of a, of a particular team, although Sue Guevara obviously has had uh, a tremendous success. But it it comes down to sometimes, you know, uh, like I said, there's been how many different winners over the last how many years, and I think that's what really makes it special because it's it's anybody's ball game. Absolutely. Well, we're gonna wrap this up by asking you a few kind of rapid fire things or just your opinion uh we'll start off with just oh actually we'll start off with uh who's who's one sleeper team if if you had to pick one yeah if you had to pick one sleeper team for this year's women's tournament someone to really keep an eye on outside of the favorites uh who would that team be and why great question i'm gonna say uh, i don't think they're a sleeper because right now i think they're on the cusp of of being a, a potential four seed um, but I'm going to say Western Michigan. I think um, Shane Klipfeld has done a tremendous job, and he always does uh, when he's up in Cleveland. You know, sometimes there's just something about teams that play well in that venue, and, you know, you don't like to get too superstitious when you're a coach. But um, he always has his teams playing playing well there, and I think that with the dynamics of his team, like I said, with Mowgli back, I think they're just a team that that is kind of sitting on that cusp of, it's somebody I wouldn't want to have to face um, just matchup wise. And, and again, I think Shane does a tremendous job and, and has had the success at, in Cleveland to back it up. Uh, who right now would be your choice for Mac player of the year? I think right now it, it, it needs to be Michaela Kelly. Um, I think that it's not just her performance, but the team's performance and their sustained success. Um, I think that she is, is really done a, a lot of different things, not just scoring the basketball, but knowing when to get other players involved. And, um, you know, I think when, when you're a great player and your team has great success, that, that, that puts you at an MVP caliber. So I'd go with Michaela Kelly. 
All right, our next one. Uh, 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 how about some coaches that you have been really impressed with this year? You don't have to name just one. I know that's usually tough. Um, but just just some coaches that you've been really impressed with the job that they've done this past season. Yeah, I, I you know, I mean, I guess, again, with that, I, you know, obviously Heather up at Central Michigan taking over the, the program for Sugavar. I mean, that's, those are some big shoes to fill given the sustained success that they had. Although, you know, credit to Sue for, I know Heather was very involved though as an assistant coach in, right. in aspects. So while there wasn't, um, you know, a, a lot of transition for her in that respect in terms of basketball responsibility, I think, um, you know, still the, to make that jump and to make that leap, it's not as easy as people think. Um, and, and that can be a lot of pressure with that. But I think that uh, she's done a tremendous job and, um, and, and there really hasn't been that quote unquote letdown when you lose a legend like, like Sue Guevara. Um, I think, um, Felicia Leggett Jack has done a nice job with, you know, they're one of the youngest teams in the country and they're playing some of their best basketball right now. So I think keeping them inspired, um, and playing the way they are really helps. And, and then you've got, you know, coaches like, uh, um, Robin Fralick at, at Bowling Green and you've got a team that's, you know, maybe one or two wins, like I said, and continuing to find ways to put her team in a position to be successful, knocking off, like I said, Ohio, who was, you know, on the cusp of a, of a clinching a bye. So, and then, I mean, Todd Stark, I mean, there's just so many that have, I think, gotten right. their team together and, and to play well at the right time. And it's, uh, it's a pretty special thing. Well, we'd, uh, I think we'd be remiss to ask you for our last question. Uh, who you thought was going to be cutting down the nets Saturday afternoon? putting me on the spot um and, and I'm sure whoever I say the coach is going to call and, and yep. <laughs> be mad that I jive jinx them um I, I really feel like it might be ball state here um you know I think they've they've had some great teams they've had some you know over the years and they've had some disappointments in that first round at times but I think Brady finally has a team where he's got his players in the correct position um I love the way that they run their new offense you know they they've, they've changed some things up um, this year in their style, and I think it fits them really well. Um, and I think having that buy again, I think the buy is is absolutely huge this year, maybe bigger than it's ever been in the in the yeah. past. And um, I think that's going to bode well for them. Well, well, yeah, go ahead. Well, we're we're excited about next week, as I know you are. Uh, should be another great tournament, a lot of close games, uh, a lot of excitement, uh, and and we look forward to seeing you over there uh, Wednesday and and uh throughout the rest of the tournament and uh i don't know thanks for joining us yeah, once thank again you today. so much we, we really appreciate yeah, re you guys coming on really appreciate it yeah thank you and thanks all that you guys have done for the for the conference uh it's uh it's been a lot of fun and we'll see you on wednesday we appreciate it sounds see good you soon. thank you jackie thanks jackie all right thanks bye-bye We once again want to thank Michael Regai and Jackie Winden for coming on the podcast, talking a lot of Mac hoops with us uh, yeah, yesterday. So, If, if um, you're not ready after listening to those for the tournament, then you're not I ready. Feel like we you're just not ready at I all. I feel like we could have talked to them for probably a, a couple hours. Oh, yeah, we could have got really kinda, in the weeds. Kind yeah, of deep, deep in the weeds deep, with deep, them. Deep dives through all 12 people on each team. It's great hearing... From both of them, you could tell they love this conference. Oh yeah, and they are really and into this. Yeah, I was going to uh, say super well knowledgeable and and follow it. Um, 
to a T. So yeah. glad we could get them both on. We hope you guys um, enjoyed those interviews. I know I did. It definitely got me ready for the tournament. Um, and we set it in the open. Michael Ray guy went through like every team that yeah. could possibly win yeah. this tournament. <laughs> Jackie talked about a lot of teams that she feels strongly about in this tournament. Uh, so again, we, we well, keep saying it, but listen, that man, that's a, just one of the reasons that you should, you know, come down to Cleveland and, yes. and, and be here for this thing because yeah. it's going to be a hell of a week. Yeah. M- I mean, Michael said it, he, yeah. he, he outlined why you should come down here. Yep. And, uh, I think he hit all the key points and we make it very affordable this year. Yep. Um, hops and hoops, the man. hops and hoops ticket. We're going to keep saying it. Uh, you're going to see it on Twitter. You're going to see it on Facebook. You're going to see it on Instagram. Uh, that the fact that you could come check out two, uh, men's games, um, and get a, get a little beverage on us mm-hmm. for $20 is a, is a steal. Yep. Uh, the only reason, by the way, that we don't do that for the women is because the women's ticket's only ten dollars. So yes, we don't want to. We yeah. would be ripping you off. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're already getting a great value. In fact, on Wednesdays, women's games, I mean, you can get four games for ten dollars. Yeah. So you know, if you have a a daughter or uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess you just I speak enjoy it, women's basketball. Yeah, yeah, you enjoy women's basketball. I, I guess in my mind, I was thinking because like in a couple of years, I'll be in that mode of like yeah, I want to bring my kids, daughter yeah, down, yeah. bring a kid down uh, for ten dollars to go to as many basketball games as they can handle. Yep. Even if it's one, <laughs> yep, uh, is a great deal. So that starts on Wednesday. Then, like we said, the hops and hoops ticket throughout the whole men's tournament. You can come down uh, with your buddies, spend twenty bucks, and just watch hoops and yeah have some beverages and uh, have a good time. So, um, yeah, I mean, we have our uh, Wednesday for Women event on Wednesday night with Lindsey Gottlieb, assistant coach for the Cleveland Cavaliers, going to be speaking uh, about women in sports and business industry. Uh, So that's some programming we have going on. And then kind of just get into the tournament. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, I don't know really the next time you're going to hear from us. It might be... I don't know. Yeah, we have after this again. We, we have got the NCAA tournament. We have the this, NCAA so. tournament. Um, we're gonna be over there a lot, so maybe we maybe might be able to we'll, get a recap. Maybe in. we'll sneak in a pod. We might uh, sneak a, in a, a pod, a short pod, maybe to, just to recap a few of the things we and saw a lot during of, the week. A lot of ideas come up during the tournament because oh, we're 100%. with together so much. Yeah. So, and we have everyone around. We may us. run over here, grab the stuff, and get an interview in. Yeah, and maybe we'll maybe we'll put that out. But yeah, if the timing is right, then we'll let's we'll, we'll figure something out for you guys. But we don't want to overpromise, oversell. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to <laughs> overpromise anyone. We're going to underpromise this time. That you're not going <laughs> to hear from us till ad- and after the NCAA tournament, and um, hopefully we over deliver. Yeah, and obviously we appreciate you guys sticking around, listening to uh, you know the, this one, and as we. Uh, come through this busy time uh we'll be back for sure yeah uh, back to two days a week well i want to talk to our winners and oh you yeah. know we might have to talk to them post ncaa tournament yep. Yep. maybe they're still playing yeah i Who was knows? gonna i was gonna say they, they've got a full they, week of basketball after that too <laughs> maybe so. maybe they get out of that first weekend and then mm-hmm. we can preview those second mm-hmm. weekend of games two sweet 16 yeah, i love i love that i love that I like the sounds of that yeah me too um but yeah thank you for listening today uh don't forget to follow call to action on twitter uh, for all of the basketball tournament stuff throughout the week, Max Sports is the place to go on uh, Twitter. We will be putting stuff on Instagram, which is also Max Sports. Our Facebook page, which is you could find at uh, Get Some Action. Um, there's going to be content flying around oh, every yeah. which way. 
Uh, you and, bet there and is. And if you follow those accounts, there's no question that you will know what's going on in the tournament. Yep. Let's go, so, man. With ready. that, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's get some action. Get some action. Peace. Thank you.